The average woman will gain between one to five pounds over the holiday season, and men will gain about two to four pounds. You want to indulge in holiday treats, but you also want to avoid weight gain. If that's you, you're in for a treat with my free holiday dessert smoothies ebook. The free ebook contains five delicious holiday dessert inspired smoothie recipes. Trick your taste buds, manage stress, and those sugar cravings with these holiday comforts in a glass. Starting each day with a smoothie is a great way to control your calorie intake and to help you manage your weight over the holidays. You can grab the free guide over at trudyestone.com forward slash holiday smoothies or by clicking on the link in the description below. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show, where you'll learn how to get your mind right so that your body will follow. I'm Trudy Stone, certified culinary nutritionist, TV guest expert, and author. After self-hacking my mind and body to lose 30 pounds, I now help busy, overwhelmed women use stress as their superpower so that they can rise above it and become more calm, resilient, and physically fit. Each week, not only will you learn nutrition and stress management habits, you'll also learn about the power of food to enhance your mental and physical well-being and how to overcome your battles with living a healthier lifestyle. The secret to eating healthier, improving your mood, and increasing your energy are not only about what you put in your stomach, it's also about what's going on in your brain. So congratulations on showing up. I promise to support you on your health journey with every single episode. Let's begin. One of the best things about the holiday season is the food. We've all been there eating too much food during the holidays. Sometimes it could be tempting to just give up that self-control and enjoy all the overeating. So today I'm going to share some tips for how to combat holiday overeating so that the scale is a little bit friendlier to you come January 1st. The first tip is to recognize emotional eating triggers. Emotional eating is often triggered by difficult feelings. These could be sadness, anger, frustration, fear, or even loneliness. Emotional eating can also lead to weight gain and many other negative consequences. Recognizing what triggers these feelings can help you to avoid or even to manage them. Now, speaking of managing, managing your life so that you don't become overwhelmed with emotions that lead to overeating is also going to be helpful. Now, this one actually hits hard for me personally because I suffered a great loss during the holidays several years ago. So the holidays is a trigger for me that brings back some painful memories. So if you've ever experienced a loss as well that makes the holidays hard for you, just know that I hear you and I see you. Now, since that loss, I've developed some coping techniques to help me so that I'm not turning to unhealthy habits to soothe my emotions. So one of them is self-compassion. Now, this is something that we often overlook, and it's also something that we give so freely to others, but never to ourselves. Now, if this time of the year conjures up feelings of, you know, not being good enough or not worthy enough or not lovable or maybe even being lonely, like I mentioned before, then I really want to urge you to practice self-compassion. And I share this with you from experience. Now, one of my favorite quotes about self-compassion is from Brene Brown. And I quote, compassion is not a virtue. It is a commitment. It's not something we have or don't have. It's something that we choose to practice. Now, the other coping technique is practicing self-care, which can be really hard to do during the holidays, but so worthwhile. Now, whether you've experienced the loss of a loved one and miss them during the holidays, or you find yourself bogged down with a mile long to-do list, it's really important to take some time out for self-care. 
Now, as the world starts to slowly open back up, I know that many of you are going to be anxious to get together with friends and family and do all of the holiday things. Okay. So if you feel that you've overcommitted during the holidays, I want you to pace yourself. Okay. Set those boundaries, cut out those things that aren't truly important and replace at least one of those activities that you bowed out of. Okay. with something that you're going to do for yourself. Okay, so do something like even just one thing that brings you joy. Now, if you've experienced a loss, I want you to create a new tradition to keep your loved one's memory alive. Okay, so as you think about that person, what were their interests? So incorporate whatever their interests and whatever their passions were into a new holiday routine. Now, this also works if you're experiencing loneliness and if that's an emotional trigger for you. So create a new tradition that is just for you or as a way to give back to yourself. So this could be, you know, a visit to your favorite spa if that happens to be open where you live. And if you do go, you know, to a spa, just make sure you're being safe. Okay. Um, it could even be as simple as just sitting in your favorite chair, reading a great book and just sipping on a mug of like piping hot chocolate or maybe one of my holiday dessert smoothies. (laughs) So you could also try some alternative healing therapies like infrared sauna. Okay, I really like the infrared sauna. I actually did um, a review on my Instagram. I think it's on my Instagram. Oh, do they have IGTV anymore? I think they scrapped that, right? What is it called? IG video now? Who knows? But if you look under videos under my Instagram feed, you're actually gonna see me kind of going and walking you through um, an infrared sauna. So if you've ever been like curious about what that experience is like, I walk you through what that is. Okay, so it's actually a pretty cool video. So go ahead and take a look at that. If I can dig that up somewhere, I'll pop a link in the show notes for you. Okay, cool. Um, Some other things you can try is like maybe Reiki or even acupuncture. Now, I don't know what it is about acupuncture because it's not like you're getting a massage. Not like someone's like, you know, like touching you and massaging you and all that stuff. So there's something about acupuncture though, that just makes me feel so relaxed. I can't explain it. I don't know what it is. I'm sure there's definitely science behind it, but you know, that's also something that you can do to get back to yourself as well. Okay. So tip number two is to keep a food diary. And I know, I know. Okay. Don't throw anything at me because I know this is probably the last thing you want to do during the holidays. But if you want to stay on top of your healthy eating goals, then this might be one that you might want to consider. Okay, so here is why. Now, when we think about food, right, food is often at the center of most, if not all of our holiday celebrations, right? Those parties, family gatherings, and piles and piles of holiday treats everywhere. Okay, so my personal weakness, and I think I'm going to share this in the last episode or two, my personal weakness is turtles. Okay, ooh, I love me some turtles. (laughs) that, you know, that slogan is so true. I love turtles because I really, really do. And as a matter of fact, they should be sponsoring this podcast for how many times I just said the word turtles. (laughs) But uh, they actually came out with like this trio pack. So it's like the original turtle. Okay. Then they have like the dark chocolate turtle and then they have the salted caramel turtle. All right. Now salted caramel, like anything salted caramel, anybody that knows me, I am all over that. Okay. Now, also, I don't even remember what I was talking about. Like, now I want turtles. <laughs> All right. So also, most of us are, you know, what I call food suggestible. Okay. So just like seeing or smelling holiday foods can trigger the urge to eat, especially if they're foods that you associate memories with. So there's so many different holiday foods loaded with memories that you might only eat during the holidays, like Aunt Bertha's pecan pie. 
Okay, so you feel like you have to have it or else the holiday just won't be the same without it. I want you to think about what that food is right now. And you know what that food is because you're probably chuckling to yourself right now. Like, yeah, yeah, I like the pecan pie, right? So again, we associate memories with all those foods. So that emotional tie or pull to, you know, traditional foods and homemade treats, in addition to them only being available during the holidays, that can be a really powerful and unconscious driver for overeating. So I want you to start thinking about how you're going to react in those moments. Now, one thing that can help is a food journal. And I talked about this like multiple times here on the podcast, right? But this is gonna give you a greater awareness of your food behaviors when you can clearly see it in black and white. And it's also gonna help to give you a plan of attack when you know what to focus on, but you know, just don't stress about being perfect. So for example, like maybe you do your food journal and then you see that, oh, wait a minute, like I didn't eat breakfast, but then when I got to around two o'clock, I had the turtles, I had the pecan pie, I had the eggnog and you had all of those things. But it might have been because you skipped breakfast, right? So that's probably even driving you to overeat. So when you actually take the time to track these things, you're going to unveil some patterns and you can also kind of think about it as a roadmap. And that's going to help you to stay on top of your goals and help you to get to where it, wherever it is that you're going. Okay. Now, this is not to say that you shouldn't enjoy Aunt Bertha's pecan pie. All right. (laughs) But maybe it's just a smaller slice that you really eat mindfully and take the time to savor each bite. And or maybe you just, you know, enjoy eating like one piece instead of two or maybe, you know, one piece, but without ice cream. Okay. now, no matter how committed you are to your diet, you don't want to go through the entire season without enjoying at least some of your favorite holiday foods. Okay, because we're not the Grinch here after all. Okay, so the goal really is to shoot for moderation and balance instead. Now, if you want to enjoy holiday treats in a healthier way without the guilt and without the weight gain, then you might want to check out my holiday smoothies guide. The free ebook contains five delicious holiday dessert inspired smoothie recipes. Okay, trick your taste buds, manage stress and those sugar cravings with these holiday comforts in a glass. I think the gingerbread man smoothie is my favorite. There's also an apple pie or an apple crumble smoothie in there. Oh my God, that one is really good too, actually. Um, There's the eggnog smoothie. There's the peppermint mocha smoothie. There's probably some other ones in there that I'm forgetting, but they're all really, really delicious. And like I said, I developed them inspired by holiday desserts. All those holiday desserts and flavors that we love, I put them in a smoothie recipe for you, okay? So you can grab the free guide at trudyestone.com forward slash holiday smoothies or by clicking on the link in the description below. All right, so tip number three is to burn the stress away, okay, with a seemingly never-ending list of things that need to get done during the holidays, whether it's shopping, cooking, cleaning, or hosting. It can be easy for your daily workout to slip to the bottom of your to-do list, but making time to get your sweat on is key to beating holiday stress and sticking to your diet. Stress affects your cortisol levels and can lead to emotional eating and can also impact insulin sensitivity. Exercise is one of the best ways to pull yourself out of a stress state, whether it's the holidays or not. Now, exercise improves the flow of oxygen, blood and nutrients to your brain and also protects your brain against things that hurt it during the holidays like stress and definitely those high sugar levels. So sweat therapy, as I like to call it, is also one of the best ways to improve your mood and the effects are pretty much immediate. 
Now, an easy way to beat stress and to have some me time each day is to be active. So take a 20 minute jog in the cool winter air, or maybe if you want to stay indoors, practice yoga inside your living room, but just get some sort of movement in. So exercise increases those feel good endorphins and can be that extra confidence boost that you need to, you know, walk past that box of, I don't know, turtles. (laughs) or whatever your vice is, you know, that might be sitting on your desk, or if you guys are in the office, you know, those of you who are still working in the office, like, and they always bring in all those holiday treats, because you spent that time exercising or working out, it's going to be much more likely that you're going to say no to whatever that treat is, okay? And study after study has shown that exercise can be very beneficial for boosting your mood, as well as helping you to alleviate symptoms of depression and anxiety. And in fact, one study found that regular exercise can be more effective for treating depression than medication. Tip number four is to have a daily mantra. This is going to serve as your North Star during the holiday season. So your every thought and word form a blueprint that your mind and your body work to make your reality. Your words and your thoughts are powerful and your mind is always listening. It's one of the reasons why I named this podcast Mind Your Body, because what you think is so important for the health of your body. Your mind doesn't know and actually doesn't even really care if what you tell it or what you think is right or wrong or good or bad or true or false or helpful or or unhelpful. It just lets it in. So your mind's job is to act on the words you tell it. But your job is to give your mind much more powerful, descriptive, and positive words. Okay, and I'm gonna, I wasn't even planning on sharing this, but I'm gonna share this with you as an example. So earlier today, I had a call. Okay, the call didn't go as well as I had hoped. Okay, so now the call didn't go well. I get off the call and I start reflecting on everything that happened in that call. And I started going down this rabbit hole of, oh my God, this probably means this. Oh my God, then this thing is going to happen. And oh my goodness, what if this happens? Oh my gosh, what if this doesn't happen? Right? Has that ever happened to you? Like something, you know, challenging happens to you or something bad happens to you. And then all of a sudden you go down this rabbit hole. It's like one negative thought after the next. Okay. So the first thing I did was stop and ask myself this question. What is it that you're feeling right now? Okay. So I sat there for a moment and I listed all all the feelings that I was feeling. Okay. Like anxious, pensive, like all those things. Right. And then I started like going through the thoughts that I was having. And as I, you know, recalled those thoughts that I was having, I asked myself the question, is this true? There I was predicting the future, things that hadn't even happened yet. And I was sitting there like, like a fortune teller with a crystal ball predicting the future. Right. So ask yourself that question, whatever that thought is, is this true? Okay. Then the next question you want to ask yourself is, is this helpful? And 99.9% of the time, those thoughts that you're having, especially those negative thoughts, aren't going to be helpful. Okay. So again, like I said earlier, your job is to give your mind much more powerful, descriptive, and positive words. And I always believe that any challenges that we have in life are really detours in the right direction. Because that means that whatever that thing was, whatever happened, that means that that thing is not for us. That thing does not serve us. And again, I want you to think about it instead as a detour in the right direction. And speaking of detours, I'm going on a tangent here. (laughs) I wasn't planning on preaching today. All right. So let me just get up, get down away from the pulpit. All right. So at the start of or at the end of your day, I want you to take a break. Okay. And check in with yourself. 
And the reason why is because we're always on autopilot 24 seven. Okay. From the time that we wake up, we're helping family, we're helping our boss, we're working, we're dealing with responsibilities and we never really check in with ourselves, especially during the holidays. Our days impact us. And if we don't check in with ourselves, our stresses can blend into the next day and then the next day. And then suddenly we have all this compounded stress and then we turn to unhealthy habits like food or alcohol to soothe. Okay. So if we just take like five or 10 minutes a day to just slow down and ask ourselves some questions, like some of the questions that I, you know, mentioned earlier, you know, slow down and ask ourselves how our day has impacted us. What went really well today? What didn't go so well today? What will I do next time? Just start asking yourself some questions. This is going to put you in a mode of creativity to come up with solutions. Okay. So slow down and ask yourself, you know, how your day has impacted you, you know, how you're feeling, right? That's going to really help you to minimize that pile up of stress and the chronic stress. That's the one we really need to be worried about that stress that just builds up and builds up because that is a type of stress that leads to disease, unwanted disease, right? Anyways, again, I am going off on a tangent here. All right. (laughs) So guys, it's totally normal to feel stressed, worried, or angry about so many things just in general, but definitely during the holidays, because there's a lot going on during the holidays. There's family dynamics. And like, even now with the pandemic, like, like I read this article recently where it talked about like how to check with people's comfort level. And there was a certain term they called it. And I can't remember what it is, but You know, everybody has different comfort levels when it comes to the pandemic. Some people are totally okay with hugging. Other people absolutely like just stay like 10 feet away from me, right? So there's all these different things that, you know, kind of play a role as well. Like we have to find out what people's comfort levels are. Um, You know, maybe somebody is coming to the holiday dinner that you don't really want to see because you don't have a good relationship with them. There's just so many different things and so many different dynamics that stress us out over the holidays. Okay, but if we start to allow ourselves to um, give ourselves the opportunity to explore why we're feeling certain emotions with curiosity and you know non-judgmental, we can understand ourselves better. Okay, and again, that's why I said like when you ask yourself some questions, you're approaching it from a state of curiosity instead, and that's going to put you in a state that's going to be more receptive to helping you to come up with solutions. Okay, so one thing that can really help is having a holiday mantra. So the scientists that are currently most known for studying mantras are neuroscientists, like our guest, Dr. Chrissy, that we had on that show back on in episode 57. So in that episode, she talked about the healing benefits of mantras. So you might want to go back and check that out. Actually, I highly recommend that you go back and check out that episode. It was a phenomenal, phenomenal episode. I feel like that was actually one of my favorite episodes of the year. Okay, so I'm going to place a link in the show notes so you guys can check that out. Now, with a mantra, you're focusing on a word or a short phrase in your mind, um, and you're possibly maybe even chanting it or, you know, repeating it over and over. Now, by focusing on this word or words, you're disabling other words and thoughts to enter your mind. So some of the uh, potential benefits of repeating mantras include increased self-awareness, reduced stress, a greater sense of calm, increased self-compassion, and a more positive outlook. Now, if you struggle with showing yourself compassion, you know, try using the daily mantra, I show myself compassion always. Other, you know, holiday mantras could be presence over presence. 
That's an important one because we always get so caught up in getting the perfect gift. And what is this person going to think if I don't get them a gift? What is this person going to think if I don't give them the right gift? Okay, so presence, be over presence. Okay, it doesn't need to be perfect. That is an important one because the holidays, if there is ever a time where <laughs> perfectionism comes out, it is definitely the holidays. The perfect um, turkey, the perfect stuffing, the perfect gravy, the perfect cake, the perfect pie, the perfect cinnamon rolls, whatever that thing may be. Everything is just the perfect tree. Everything is centered around being perfect. Okay. And let me tell you, oh, I got a good story. I got a good story. And you know what? Again, I wasn't planning on sharing this, but this just brought this to mind. Now, speaking of perfect, I can be a little bit of a perfectionist. Now, Oh my gosh, I'm laughing at this one. I don't even know if I should tell you guys this. Should I tell you? All right, I'll tell you. So I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie Sleeping with the Enemy with Julia Roberts, okay? Now, there's this scene where in the movie, so Julia Roberts, backstory of this movie, Julia Roberts, she's in this relationship and basically this man is is a bit of a control freak, okay? So I don't want to say anymore because I don't want to give it away if you guys want to watch that over the holidays, right? So there's a scene in the movie where in the bathroom, right, the husband goes into the bathroom, you know, he looks at the towel rack, he sees the towels on the towel rack, and he sees that one towel is a little bit lower than the other. So he looks at it, and then he adjusts the other towel right beside it to make sure they're at the same perfect level, okay? Now, I'm the towel person. I'm going to be the first to admit, I am the towel person. I want to make sure the towels are lined up. All right. So the, re- the other story I was going to tell you, I wasn't going to tell you that story. Okay. So like, don't hold that against me. All right. I'm, I'm not really that bad, but just little things like that. Like I do like, you know, things to kind of be a certain way, right? Like everything in its place. So the story I was going to tell you, and it actually is a holiday story, um, you know, decorating the Christmas tree. That is one thing that I had a lot of perfectionism around, like making sure the tree looks a certain way, making sure it looks very, you know, symmetrical, you know, putting this ornament here, that ornament there, you know, not putting a red ornament beside a red ornament, like all these different things. Right. So my husband and and this is actually ties in a lot of different things over the holidays. My husband lost um, a family member uh, years ago now, I want to say I want to say maybe seven years ago, someone that was very, very dear to him. And. I'm going to try not to get emotional because she was very dear to me as well. And she used to have a tree trimming party every single Christmas. And the first Christmas, I can't believe I'm telling you guys this story. I'm going deep here. The first Christmas I went to Nova Scotia, where my husband is from, um, we had this tree trimming party where she had this tree trimming party. And I thought it was such a beautiful experience. Like she invited like the family and the friends. She had like a big box or boxes of ornaments. And everybody was just having a good time. We're sipping the eggnog. We're eating the turtles. (laughs) And everybody's just decorating this tree. And it was just such a beautiful moment of everyone just kind of coming together and creating something. And I thought to myself, because growing up, I didn't have a lot of holiday traditions. Oh, my God, this is a confessional. Growing, I need some tissues. Growing up, I did not have any holiday traditions. I was actually was the one putting up the tree myself. And that maybe that's where that kind of perfectionism comes from. Okay. Again, asking yourself questions. Where does this come from? Right. Um, so I never had those holiday traditions growing up. So when I saw that tradition, I said to Danny, my husband, I said, this is something that I want to do. This is something that I want to bring back home. So for the past several years, every Christmas, my husband and I, we host like a big holiday tree trimming party. So the other thing I never had growing up was a real Christmas tree. 
Never had it. Um, we only had the fake Christmas trees. My mom did not want to have a real Christmas tree in the house. I think she was afraid of like a squirrel popping out or something like that. I don't know, right? So we started getting the real Christmas tree every single year. And um, we started a tree trimming party where we invited our family and our friends. It was a time for us to kind of catch up with one another, spend time with one another. And it wasn't even so much about presents. It really was about, um, yeah, decorating the tree. But it was just, you know, just reconnecting with people when you haven't seen them in a long time, right? had the tree trimming party, you know, everybody came in, everybody was, you know, putting the ornaments on the tree. Again, I had like a bench and I had a big box of ornaments and, you know, everybody was just took their turn, you know, decorating the tree as people are at the tree, decorating it, they're talking with each other and they're bonding with each other. Like some people at our party didn't know each other. So they made new friends. Like thinking about it now, I get emotional because our holiday parties is something that I look forward to every year. We won't be doing one this year again, because still pandemic, right? But you know, all that to say, um, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect because as a matter of fact, everybody that took part in decorating that tree made that tree look so much more beautiful than it ever could have been if I decorated that tree myself. And that was because I let go of that perfectionism. Okay. So I'm getting emotional talking about it because yeah, it's something that means a lot to me, you know, the tree trimming party and seeing my family and seeing my friends and, you know, not seeing them again, like this Christmas, like it just kind of, you know, Again, it gets me a little bit like emotional here, but this is like really becoming a confessional. <laughs> so I hope you guys are still bearing with me with this episode, but I, you know, I always want to keep it real with you guys. I always want to be transparent about, you know, some of the coping techniques that I have for different things in my life. And like I said, like, you know, I told you I experienced a great loss over the holidays and that tree trimming party is something that I look forward to every single year. That is actually one of my coping strategies to have that support network and people around me. Okay. So again, that's a mantra. I went way off there. Jeez. So that is another mantra. Um, it doesn't need to be perfect. Okay. Another mantra could be, I eat decadent food and drinks in moderation. And again, that just goes back to earlier. It's not that you can't have the pecan pie. It's not that you can't have the turtles, but goodness, maybe you don't have five turtles, Trudy. You just have one. <laughs> All right. So I eat decadent food and drinks in moderation. Another one could be, I nourish my body with nutrient-dense food, Mm, okay? Because it's so important. Like, yeah, you can have those treats and have those things, but I still want you guys to find that balance and still find a way to squeeze in those nutrient-dense foods, okay? Like the foods you're gonna find in my holiday smoothie guide. And again, that's exactly why I developed it because it's kind of like the best of both worlds. You're getting those holiday flavors, but you're also getting a lot of nutrients. It's gonna help you to make it through the holidays and avoid weight gain. Okay, so I have, you know, different ingredients in there that actually help you to combat stress and, you know, help you to minimize those symptoms of stress. I actually have, you know, ingredients in there that's going to help with any sort of sugar cravings that you might have as well. Okay, so again, I I really, really want you guys to grab that guide. It's completely free. Okay, again, the link is in the show notes. So that mantra again is I nourish my body with nutrient dense food. Okay, and then the last mantra I have for you is gratitude awakens the good in my life. Because over the holidays, we're thinking about all of those things that we don't have. Oh my God, I don't have the holiday lights. They sold out of the, the blue holiday lights. Oh my God, I wanted the warm holiday lights. I couldn't get the warm ho- holiday lights. So now I got the cold holiday lights or whatever they call those holiday lights. Like we're always focused on all those things that we don't have again, right? Going back to that perfectionism. But I want you this holiday season to walk and live in gratitude as much as you possibly can. Okay. Now, before you go, 
don't forget to get your hands on my holiday smoothies guide. If you love indulging in holiday treats, but you also want to avoid weight gain, then you're in for a treat with my free holiday dessert smoothies ebook. So this ebook contains five delicious holiday dessert inspired smoothie recipes like gingerbread man, peppermint mocha, you got your eggnog smoothie. Okay, again, the holiday comforts in a glass has nutrients that's going to help you to manage stress, also minimize those sugar cravings as well. Okay, so starting each day with a smoothie, it really is a great way to help you to reduce your appetite or just control your, you know, your calorie intake and to help you to manage your holiday weight. Okay, so you can grab that free guide over at trudyestone.com forward slash holiday smoothies or by clicking on the link in the description below. And after you download that guide, I want to ask you to please, if you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. And I also want you to leave a review as well. Okay. When you leave a review, if you want to take another step and maybe even screenshot it and send it over to me. Okay. What I will do is if you have a question that you want me to answer on the podcast, once I see that proof that you've left me that review in iTunes and you ask me your question, I will answer your question on this podcast. But don't worry, I will keep it anonymous, okay? But you'll know who you are and I will also email you to let you know, okay, guess what? I'm gonna be addressing you know, the answer to your question in the next episode that's airing on you know, whatever date, okay? So if you want me to, hey, if you want me to kind of give you a little bit of like a mini coaching, right? This is a great way to do it. So go ahead, make sure you head over to iTunes, leave that review, take a screenshot, okay? Then just send me an email, right? Ask your question. Again, make sure you attach that proof of leaving that iTunes review. Ask me a question and I'm happy to answer that question for you on the podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Body Show. I hope that you learned something new to help you transform your life and your body. For more after the show, make sure to head over to TrudyEStone.com. That's where you'll find all of the show notes. Also, make sure to head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a rating to let us know what you thought about the episode. And remember, get your mind right and your body will follow. Thanks for tuning in.